0: So, you started the podcast and then you learned, as most podcasters do, it is nothing but money being made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you become a podcaster, that, that tap yep. is just open and it just keeps pouring. I,
1: I quit my job instantly. and uh...
0: I'm uh, dog walking right now just for fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, just for just <laughs> pleasure. Just for fun. Not about you're donating all your money. Yeah, I'm not even keeping sure. the proceeds.
0: It's car con Carnay. Let's eat in the car. It's car con Carnay. So we're recording on Taco Tuesday. I'm here with Austin and Alex from the Noise FM, uh, an amazing Chicago-based, Chicago and Kansas-based, really, uh, band. Welcome to my car, gentlemen.
1: Hey, you got a mighty fine car here.
0: Beautiful car. New it's car a, smell. It's a, No, it, that's the chorizo. Oh. Uh, we're here recording <laughs> on a Tuesday. So naturally, it's Taco Tuesday. Uh, we went for tacos, and I, I put it to you guys. I said, where should we eat? And you picked the place.
2: Massa Azul on diversity. Real close to the Versi in Sacramento, which is, the, and I'll be honest, the reason we picked it is because it's a block from our house. True, figured. It made it made it much easier that way.
0: Masa O's Azul, which is the, the blue masa.
2: That is the it's the blue masa. This is correct. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> corn, right? Masa is corn. Masa blue corn. corn. Oh, that's it! Oh, blue blue corn. corn. All right, that I would make it. sense, and that's why they had so many different corn uh, mezcal and tequilas. In there. It's all swimming together, uh, it's based around corn.
0: Uh, ah. You you enjoyed a nice tequila before we uh, started recording, and uh, the bartender really wanted you to learn about the tequila.
1: She did. She wanted to show us off the bottle. It was yeah.
0: very interactive in there. She, yeah, she wanted you to read the label and really study uh, what you're ingesting. Doesn't all tequila kind of taste alike?
1: I would say so. I, I do like, uh, we've been getting into Mezcal tequila recently. Who hasn't, a, though,
2: really, you know? That's
1: true. It's very popular. Just every bar in Logan Square now, that's where they specialize. Yeah, they serve it, it with, with mezcal.
2: ramen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, ramen uh, exactly. and Mezcal. <laughs> uh, but it's got a nice smoky flavor to it. I, I enjoy it. It's like, a, it's like a scotch, but tequila. It's good.
2: Well, I would say that the first time I had tequila, it was like a, a blue cheese. or It was terrible. Like, a the blue, cheese blue cheese tequila? Well, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't a blue cheese yeah, tequila. In Guadalajara, it was, <laughs> that's what they're
0: drinking. <laughs>
2: the uh, the equivalent of eating blue cheese for the first time my taste buds hadn't evolved and then the first time I had a mezcal that I thought that was the worst thing in the world and now that's the uh now that's all you I, can I, drink, I can't huh? it can't be too smoky I want it
0: oh is that me yeah no, I mean, I so.
1: <laughs> your radio you is listening to on. kiss too your radios like
0: tune in now oh no, that was the misfits I had no I don't even know how that happened. Well, there you go. Uh, all right. So, for people who don't know you, I, I love and adore your band. But for people who, who don't know the Noise FM, uh, I guess give us an elevator pitch. Go Noise FM,
2: word. indie dance rock. With uh, I would say just straight up indie dance rock. But there there's some hints of some spaciness in there. Some little um, some little electronics. Quite a bit of the synth work. But overall, just beat beat driven indie rock. You know, we're not we're not uh, rewriting the. The playbook here
0: <laughs> uh but you know big big hooks big catchy sing-along hooks you there is that technology element you mentioned but mm. yeah you guys rock too yeah that's it we, we definitely in the end we like to rock out for sure you, you didn't mention the handsome uh factor at all well we don't see that
2: <laughs> <laughs> we don't see handsome we're we don't see handsome
1: yeah
0: we can't see I mean, we should eat as we talk because nothing sounds better than uh, listening to adult men eat uh, on a yeah, microphone. Yeah.
2: I've heard that's the number one rule in podcasting: is people like to listen oh, to people thing. chewing yeah. a new microphone. Oh yeah,
0: and when you're done eating, let, let's make sure we eat some gum or chew some gum. The I just whole wanna, time. Austin, and, do you know what you ordered here? I'm gonna. I can uh, refresh did. Your memory.
1: I uh, ordered the pollo
2: pippin, pollo and pippin verde. Yeah. What's what's on this? What's on? You got some boy? chicken
0: thigh on there. You got pumpkin oh, seed. Boy. Chicken sauce. thigh is the tastier part of the chicken
1: this is true much more so than uh, the rest the reason i went with this one what was that pumpkin seed
2: pumpkin seed sauce is that pumpkin what caught your eye seed sauce that's what caught my eye for sure nothing. oh thank you very much i'm into
1: a taco that has some unique flavors and uh, sauces this you, looks fantastic These you've tortillas also
2: got pickled guero chiles yeah, queso fresco them. and cilantro i see i
0: see it all i see all that yeah. accurate i went with chorizo and uh, this, uh, these have to be handmade tortillas. Oh, for sure. It does say handmade. It, it specifies look, that on the menu. These look real fancy.
2: Yeah, you're, yeah, Teresa, red potato, poblano, white onion, cilantro, queso fresco. And back here, I've got the rajas, poblano, chili, onion, black beans, Mexican rice, queso fresco, pickled carrot, just one and cilantro
0: Jesus that's a lot for that small little taco sounds great it's
2: barely holding on it's holding on for dear life back here on the little guy you
1: should uh, reread that while I take you a bite of this taco and
2: see if you can identify all the flavors I
0: I should apologize to Alex backseat guests have to hold a microphone and dinner at the same time all right see here in the front seat this is the difference between first class and coach see Austin and I are flying first class today oh yeah we have armrests. We have... In fact, I'm going to have Alex re What's on my taco again? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I'm telling
2: tell you, I know chicken, chicken thigh. <laughs> and then what's the secret ingredient that you were going for? Can the, you taste the it? The
1: pumpkin. You can you taste it? Actually, a little bit, yeah. What was the, what was the pickled
0: pickled peppers? What pickled was
2: on guero chiles. Okay. Queso fresco and cilantro.
0: Oh, you guys, this is good. These are real good. This is really good. Yeah, this is fantastic. Here's the, <clears throat> oh, go ahead. This place doesn't look like the place you, a place you'd walk just walk into off the street it's not like a typical taqueria no. it looks a little, a little swanky fancy. yeah a little for sure. swanky for sure but all three of our meals are like two tacos for five or six bucks mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean most people probably get an appetizer with it, a little something extra but this is totally substantial this is fantastic. That, we, mez,
2: that mezcal we got, how much do you think that was a shot, Ward? Oh, man, mezcal, it's, I, I, you know, mezcal's a pricier drink. Oh, went I went medium,
1: medium range on the menu. Medium
2: range, $8 a shot.
0: More expensive than the tacos.
1: Yeah, the, the, what I was trying to get at is that they were basically twice the amount per oh, shot. Oh, my
0: gosh. Well, $12 a shot? Yep. Oh, my God, dude. Do
1: did I? That, did that, no, you don't owe me. Did that taste like $12 to you? You treated me to that? Well... Or my brother going to get a on that? After she she recommended something, and I didn't actually see it on the menu, I just agreed to it. it you know that's bucks. how they get oh. you, right?
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: You can't not take it after they recommend it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that was the thing, but what she said sounded really good. And in the end, I was like, yeah, I want that. I'll pay whatever it is, and it was 12 bucks each.
2: Thank you, Austin. That was very nice.
1: Plus tax and tip, so it was like $80. Yeah, your no. two shots are more
0: expensive than our
1: entire yeah, I was, meal. I, was, I could have gotten twice as much food.
2: And we've walked but, by Masa Azul every, nearly every day for the last six years since we've been living in Logan Square, never have stopped in for food. Guys, we we this, did end up getting a drink once, but that was it.
0: <coughs> this chorizo taco is no joke.
2: It was great. Yeah, I'll be coming back here.
0: <coughs> I, th- I think you just need, with a place like this, you need to be smart and strategic about how you buy your food. Not get $12 Mezcal shots. Right, and, and they have a lot of pricier menu items, but the straight up tacos on these. Yeah. Homemade tortillas, these are delicious.
2: No, this tortilla is a
0: game changer. Uh Uh-huh.
2: It's got a very doughy texture to it I really like. So do I. I'm Mm -hmm. into this. All
0: right, so um, musically, it's been a couple years since we've heard, I guess we'll call it a proper, Yes. Noise FM album. Uh, What are your plans to change that? Well,
1: we've been in the... uh Oh, you just... Oh, yeah. This is a total (laughs) Uh first-class move.
0: You just hand your trash back to oh, you're coach. You're throwing trashers or a taco <laughs> there, there, in there.
1: There's a taco in there. Oh, that'd be great. That's a total first-class move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, here, I'm,
0: I'm done with this. Can you yeah. take this away, coach?
1: I'm done with this. <laughs> take this from me. Here. No, it was actually being considered. I was giving him a taco. And now you, you have, have. But in the return, other one I get mine. a taco. That was,
2: yeah. That was six bucks for two tacos. Mine was five good. bucks for two tacos. Dude,
1: great. this is seriously delicious. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, this one looks fantastic. It's
2: fantastic. That's the um,
1: vegetarian option, though. Oh, that's fine with me. Anyways, uh, so we're in the been in the writing process for a while, and uh, kind of been recording demos and some actual proper recordings for a while now, kind of accumulating some uh, songs for a proper release. But we at the end of October, we're excited. We're actually going to kind of mix it up this time for recording, and we're going to a cabin, uh, basically on a lake small little cabin we're going to hole up for about five days and try to record as much material as possible and hopefully that would lead to a album of some kind
2: i could see that this experience, this experiment going <laughs> one go, of two yeah, ways. There's
1: two ways here. Mm-hmm. We'll either come out the other side with a very... With our masterpiece. Well, yeah, basically <laughs> with our masterpiece because we've never really gone a, kind of gone off the grid where just, you know, nonstop for a full week you just kind of... All, all you do is, you know, music. You just Are you guys easily distracted? No, I feel like we just have... There's always just so much stuff going on. It's always so hard to, like, you know, hey, let's do a studio for an extended period of time. We're always been more of a run-and-gun type recording band. So this is the first time we're going to, like, hole up and just do nothing but, you know, live and breathe music for five days and try to make something cool. Yeah,
2: and I don't think we'll be easily distracted by the beautiful beautiful nature (laughs) surrounding us or the tequila that we'll likely have as well. I think it'll be more a distraction of the different ideas. The lake and the boats on
1: the lake and, like... Hanging out and not doing anything. That, that could,
0: happen. you know, that is a risk, but... Well, but as we record it. this, it's uh, right after Labor Day. You guys went camping over the holiday. We did. Was we, that a first time? or Are you, are well, you outdoors people? Or are you... We're originally from yeah, tents. I would like to say... Oh, we pitched a couple tents. <laughs> yeah, we definitely pitched some tents. Is from, that code? I don't even get that. <laughs> I don't even... I'm
1: not <laughs> sure no, either. No, we, yeah, we actually <laughs> pitched some tents. I mean, we, I, I would say we've gone camping in the past before, but this was definitely the most remote off-the-grid camping we've ever done, which is kind of our goal is... It, was, was it, like eight of us total?
2: Eight of us total drove up six, six, six and a half hours, hours up north up into, Wisconsin. Into, yeah,
1: up into Wisconsin, real far up into the... Uh, some of the natural, uh, national forests they have up there. And we, uh, basically picked a, what's called a wilderness area. And a wilderness, wilderness area means there's no official campgrounds. You just wander for miles and just camp out whatever looks good. So that's what we did. We found a dirt road and what, hiked a good mile and a half into the, woods. Into the woods, found a, a lake and, uh, pitched a tent. It was hardcore. It was hardcore. It was, it was the most hardcore thing we'd ever but done. But it actually. was in the end ended up being one of the most uh, coolest things I've ever done. Really? Yeah, we ended up on a lake by ourselves, like not a person in sight, and no sound, nothing for no phones. Three days, we
2: didn't no have cell. We didn't have service at all. Even when we tried no to turn music, on the phones. So nothing. sorry if you tried to get a hold of us at all yeah. for the last few <laughs> yeah. days to coordinate this a little better. I, I just
0: assumed you had T-Mobile. Well, <laughs> i on grounded. But in reality you're out in the woods. So which which of you tweets or do you both share the tweeting ability or tweeting responsibility? It's mostly me now, Alex. For (laughs) a while we were joint tweeting,
2: but sometimes we'd have We'd both have different lines of thought going at the same time, and we'd be logging in from different places and tweeting. Then it just or
1: there would be like a tweet I would do, and Alex would just not like it. And I'm like, well, this is what happens. We got to share the tweets here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I just stopped tweeting
0: because you are uh, one of my favorite musical tweeting bands, um, and I knew you were camping because you tweeted going off the grid on a camping trip this weekend. If you all need something, tweet at my mom.
2: And by God, if you do some research, you can find my mom on Twitter. She still has the standard eggshell
0: <laughs>
1: logo, logo yeah. as her uh, I didn't know if profile her avatar, I think. Is your mom really on Twitter? Yeah, she, is she is on Twitter. She's on both Twitter and Instagram. And she, on both accounts, I believe her name is her username is LisaWard199277666. <laughs> She's just the default. She doesn't know how to change it, she won't change it.
2: And it's fine. She's disappointed when we don't. Fill her in on details of our lives in the band, so she decided to get on all f- platforms of social media. And she doesn't, she doesn't really interact with us or anyone else, but she's there. she's kind of ghost mom.
1: Yeah. The, the weirdest bit, though, is when she'll text, or I'll be talking to her on the phone, and she'll bring up something so that I know that I know I didn't tell her, and it's so so specific that it had to have been from Twitter and Instagram. And
0: then that's when you know mom's watching. She's just watching, always. My mom uh, tried to follow me on Facebook or friend me on Facebook, and that was a big nope. Like, yeah. <laughs> I realize that the spirit of Facebook is friends and family, but
2: no, we don't need to interact there. My mom's friend request sat in my queue for a real long time before I accepted it up.
0: I couldn't pull the trigger. Just couldn't. <laughs> oh, that's, well, that's a bold was, move. Wasn't that
1: the anniversary? Recently on Facebook it said... You know, your friend anniversary with Lisa Ward just passed, you know, three three years or whatever. But Alex's didn't happen yet because you took, took too long to yep. add her back.
2: And I have no doubt that you are you have a high number of listeners, uh, uh, you know, an amazing listenership. But you're going to definitely have my mom
0: listening to this one for sure. You've got a new fan. Well, hi, Mom. I, I think your boys are super talented. You must be so proud. Well, she is.
1: Oh, she is. She'll text me that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so
0: back to the Twitter, uh, the Twitter account. Which one of you wrote? Suicide Squad looks like a bunch of Juggalos formed an ICP tribute act and threw a concert at Hot Topic.
2: I do. I wrote that. but I haven't seen the movie.
0: Dude, I this is the funniest thing I think you wrote. Have you seen it, Austin? No, I was going to see it
1: with our.
2: It's playing it's over good. at our local Logan Logan Theater, and I would be kind of inclined. I'm, you know, I'm curious about it. Oh, it looks. Man. It looks terrible. I, we've seen, we've had friends go see it, who are, give, you know, bad movies the benefit of the doubt. They find a lot to like about it, even the worst movies, and they couldn't get through it.
0: Here's the thing: I've read the source material since like 1987. I, I have all the Suicide Squad comic books. It's a brutal movie. Yeah. It starts out really awesome, like the first 15 minutes. You think, okay, the critics are wrong. This is going to be amazing. I am all in. This is so much fun. And then it becomes a different movie, and it's really awkwardly edited and told and so fascinating
1: well you want to talk about the editing well yeah
2: i don't know if we want to make you know turn this into a movie podcast here we're big
1: movie buffs we
2: are we are podcast fans both austin and i And listen specifically to a lot of movie podcasts a lot of
1: movie stuff but the interesting thing you bring it up about the editing is because the classic studio involvement studio, got yeah. interference. studio interference and they ended up
0: the studio not... freaked out after Batman versus. yes mm-hmm. they
1: didn't like how dark it was and they were afraid that his vision of Suicide Squad was too dark Zack Snyder so they re-edited they took um, what was the Suicide Squad director's name oh David Ayer David Ayer they took his version of the movie that he was ready to put out scrapped it and sent it off to be re-edited by a movie trailer making company so the a company that makes specifically trailers for movies previews yeah and they had a not just one person but a gaggle of people employees at this trailer company do their own edits of Suicide Squad trying to find this mix of comedy dark whatever And then that's what happened to the movie.
2: And, like, unlike you, I I have no reference to the source material of Suicide Mm -hmm. Squad, but something tells me that in the wake of also Deadpool being a hugely successful R-rated subversive movie. Which I loved. Yes, yeah, yeah, they did it right. Yeah, Deadpool was great. uh, If anything was going to be R-rated, it sounds to me like it should have been Suicide Squad and really gone for it. And it sounds like they instead tried to walk some weird... High wire act between being accessible and also dark and gritty, and yeah. it sounds like it didn't work. But yeah,
0: they couldn't figure it out.
1: That was the thing. I haven't, I haven't seen it, but what I've gathered is that it's just a hodgepodge of types of films that just didn't end up working because they didn't know what they were doing.
2: All that said, I'm stoked to have some tequila and watch it some night. And
0: I have <laughs> no doubt we're gonna. See, if nothing black. else, if nothing else, you're getting two hours of Margot Robbie.
1: Yeah, Well yeah, and she's actually looks like a perfect Carly Quinn, so I was very excited
0: about that she perfect pretty much in any situation. That's yeah, true. Just, She's a Just to be clear. Yeah. Now, going back to Juggalos, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if I First had I no, no, Always get back here. It's
1: funny you bring it up because when we were leaving the campsite, we were stopped at a gas station in in Wisconsin, and I'm not dogging on ICP at all. They but they it,
2: preach a message of tolerance. But a,
1: uh, a a woman in front of me in the line of the gas station had a huge ICP tattoo on her back, and it, all it was was just their faces, oh, the God. two of them. So it was this. It was like you know, it's like where normally wings would go. Like you, a lot of people get the <laughs> tattoos wings? of angel wings on their back, but it was just their faces. ICP.
0: That is that is it textbook boner <laughs> killing material yeah, right there <laughs> All right, well, as soon as i us, saw maybe. it yeah i was
1: like <laughs> i put my beef jerky stick and cheese curd down i was like i'm just gonna leave
0: <laughs> so thinking about bands and makeup uh you're wearing a kiss army shirt Austin. this is true now are you a, a legit kiss fan
1: i am a kiss fan yeah not i mean not enough to like warrant i mean i wasn't at the show <laughs> this you know this, <laughs> this show is old as hell this Wait, that, that's my sorry. question.
0: Are you, are you doing the hipster thing of wearing a kiss well,
1: t-shirt? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'll be honest. Where I got this shirt, I was out in Portland, Oregon, and we were. Uh, I was out visiting some friends. that were going to go to karaoke night, and our gimmick for karaoke was let's all dress out of character, but not enough that it's exaggerated and people are going to notice we're out of character. So the whole idea was, let's all pick out items out of a thrift shop that's not mm-hmm. our personal personality type, but is a very real thing that someone could wear. And I was in Portland, and I thought it was funny that I happened to find the most hipster clothing in the world in Portland, Oregon. You fit
2: into Logan Square real and, well. Uh, with so I bought this
1: and this cool like vest that I actually ended up wearing camping and paid off. And I fit right in. I just like to a T. It was crazy, but now I actually have grown very fond so of So your exaggerated
2: Austin personality. That has was become perfect the real for... Austin,
1: yeah.
0: So now I actually wear all those clothes. Well, it's funny. I, I saw a Kiss a couple of weeks ago in Rockford. It's like the the archetype of a big rock show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they they were there first. They planted their flag first. Blood spitting. Harnesses taking band members across the arena. Pyrotechnics. That. Seems like one of our shows. Right. Yeah. It's just like the Noise FM. If you like Kiss, you're going to love the but Noise FM. we have FM. real blood at our show. Yeah, mostly real. Yeah, I mean, you guys are all in. Yeah. You, you commit 100%. Um, you know, it's fun. It, it is what it is. But as I was uh, driving here tonight to do this interview and to eat what were amazing tacos, Those are really good um, I just traded messages with the band Slutter, which is the local... Mm-hmm. Uh, all female, kiss oh, tributes. Yeah. Yes, and uh, they will be doing a Carcon carne next month. Oh, fantastic! Nice. But the condition is they have to dress.
1: Oh, my kiss. So yeah, good. they they oh, have, they have to. Oh
0: man. They have to do full ensemble. I mean, I want to walk into a taqueria or a hot dog stand with Slutter in full kiss.
1: That is oh, that's great. That's so good. Slutter actually took a gig from us. Remember that Metro show? There was so we were. Oh yeah. Uh, we were so disappointed Taylor about Taylor Hawkins, that. who's the drummer of Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. he has his own touring band that Chevy they, Metal. Yeah, Chevy Metal, and uh, so Chevy Metal is specializes in like '80s kind of hair metal covers, yeah. and they played at the Metro. And uh, a friend of ours happens to and work at be the at Metro. And they'll be at Riot Fest. Oh, oh will we, they really? Yeah. Oh, wow, I did not know that. So a friend of ours actually has works at Metro, and he emailed us and was like, hey, I know you guys have done a Tom Petty set before. Would you guys want to open the show mm-hmm. at the Metro? Would be, you know, It's going to be sold out, blah, blah, blah. We're like, yes, like, absolutely. So we're we fit, thought we were yeah. in. We thought we were in. We were kind of like sort of rehearsing our song, the Tom Petty songs again. And then he emailed us back. He's like, yeah. Never mind, they went a different direction with the show, <laughs> and they have a band called Slutter opening. And he didn't tell me anything about them, that's all he said. And I was like, who the hell is Slutter?
0: Like, what is this? D- did he say, you got unlucky?
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so I looked him up, I looked up Slutter, and I was like, uh, this makes sense, and that's a way better fit, and they're better than we are. So everything about it was just like, okay, I can't be upset anymore. But they did take a show from us that would have been cool. My
2: only reference to KISS that you know they sing Beth, right?
1: Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, then I only know KISS from the movie Role Models. Oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's my frame <laughs> of reference for KISS.
1: Which actually they do they do a good job in role models. <laughs> they really they really embrace respect. lovingly yeah. embrace KISS really in that in that, that movie. Lots of love gun references. Speaking of role I mean, models,
2: that's one of the band van, tour van movies that is on full rotation all the time. It's on true. the front console of our uh, van when we're driving down the
0: highway. Driver gets to pick. Okay, so you are avowed cinephiles. Uh, you're also podcast fans. True. I, I couldn't believe this when you told me this. I didn't know this. You have your own podcast? We do by Grabthar's hammer. What a
2: podcast! That's correct. If the you... only, the only podcast dedicated to the 1999
1: ep, sci-fi. Ep, no, it's epic space adventure comedy. Shit,
2: I can't even remember our own tagline. Galaxy Quest.
1: That's correct. If you if you Google Galaxy Quest podcast, it will definitely be the only one that pops up because there's only one <laughs> podcast dedicated that entirely we know to the 1990s. 1990... Nine film Galaxy Quest.
2: The beauty of it is, uh, so we, we are a Galaxy Quest film podcast, but there is another podcast called the Galaxy Quest Podcast, <laughs> and they're not about Galaxy Quest. No, not at all. They took the best title.
1: They just review, what
0: is it, movies? Yeah, just I think it's just a movie, yeah. general
2: movie review. So, website.
0: okay, I'm a fan of the movie. You got Tim Allen, you got uh, Sigourney Weaver, yep. and Alan Rickman. Yep. Uh, really funny, really well done. Well, some would say the best. (laughs) Yeah,
1: some might say. Some people in this car might say the best. Uh,
0: How how far do you take that podcast? How many angles? Ten episodes. Yeah, so far we're we're at ten. (laughs) And then a hard
1: stop. (laughs) Peeking out. Well, what happened basically is uh, me me alex and our other good friend rj rj from the band archie the exports we're all we're very good friends it's actually our neighbor he literally lives down the street from where we are right now but uh we we were wanting to start a podcast together just for fun just because we always talk and hang out we're like what why aren't we recording this surely mom would want to listen to this (laughs) uh and so we narrowed it down to like doing movies because we all love movies so much and then we just kept talking about Movies And it kept coming back to Galaxy Quest because that was one of the first movies where we really bonded with RJ and that like we all had this weird obsession with that movie. So then it just was inevitable that we just do it completely, entirely devoted to Galaxy Quest. So that's what we did.
0: So you started the podcast and then you learned, as most podcasters do, it is nothing but money. Made. Yeah. yeah. Once you become a podcaster, that that tap yeah. is just open and it just keeps pouring. I,
1: I quit my job instantly and uh, been trying to get a new job ever since. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm uh, dog walking right now just for fun, <laughs> <Yeah>. just for <laughs> just pleasure. For fun.
1: Not about you're donating all your money. Yeah, I'm not even keeping sure. the proceeds yeah. because dog the Galaxy walking. Quest
0: podcast is so lucrative.
1: Yeah. That well, the best part we really knew we made it when we realized we were like spending money to do the podcast. Like you know, you have to like have a website for it. Then we we. Have actually about merchandise for those listeners interested we actually have merchandise for our podcast and we really need to move some merch and that's the thing at that point we we're like why are we spending like not just money but like a chunk of money on a podcast about galaxy quest you got to
0: spend money to make money got to. And that's what we and said in our
2: pinnacle thus far has been a we hosted a screening of galaxy quest the movie at a beautiful theater as part of a sci-fi fest a few months back and then afterwards, we realized for the entire <laughs> endeavor, we lost $180 <laughs> yeah. to make it all happen.
1: It was worth it, though. We got to see it on the big screen. We did
2: see it on the big screen, <laughs> With though. With a bunch
1: of other uh, sci-fi movie nerds. It was great. So
2: by Grabthar's Hammer, what a podcast. By Grabthar's Hammer, of course, being the famous line that Alan Rickman <laughs> yeah. utters in Galaxy
0: Quest. <laughs> but everything about this is so meta because Galaxy Quest is meta. It is. It starts. starts meta. At, oh, that's one it of our is. podcast topics in one yeah, of the episodes. It true. starts at a sci-fi convention. Yep. And so, he, I mean, they're stepping outside their characters, and here you are doing a podcast about this movie, which is, a, okay.
1: It gets very deep. That's the uh, episode seven, eight, nine, ten. Is basically what you just said.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a very yeah. uh, it's a very self aware
2: film, and that's that's how we were able to really get underneath all those layers. Yeah. Self aware podcast. Too. Right, so to to so the full people, ten episodes.
0: Once people have thrown themselves into the music of the Noise FM and they decide, you know, those guys are really interesting. I want to see their geeky side. Where, that, do, they, where do they find this magnificent podcast?
1: We recommend iTunes. Uh, sure we if you want to listen and rate and review us on iTunes that'd be great. We need some reviews. Don't we all. But what's our host side Alex?
2: I would say yeah, do the review for Carcone Carne first and then pop over to <laughs> By Grab Hammer, what a podcast. We're also on the Podbean and the Twitter BGH podcast. It took me a long time to realize that BGH did for By Grab Hammer. That was something that RJ set up. <laughs> yeah, it it took me the f- I f- 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 full two months. I had is. to explain to people, like, yeah, I don't really know what these acro- the acronym is, but
1: yep. it's the name. It's,
2: it's
0: BGH com." Nothing but but fame and fortune awaiting. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Tim
2: Allen. If you're listening to this, we're well, still waiting on, for you, buddy.
0: Because that's, that's the logical next step, right? You've got to get access to the actors from the movie. Well, we're, well <laughs> <laughs> funny you funny, should mention that. Funny
1: you bring that up. So that was our goal. Was Literally, when we started it, we, we said to ourselves, our goal should be to try to get someone that was on the set of the movie, like a grip, like a, yeah, yeah. just a, the catering guy. Someone like whose whoever. name showed up in the credits. Exactly. Yeah. Tim Allen, preferably. Anyone involved. Yeah. Um, and then, lo and behold... Uh, RJ works at a, a bar, a local bar here called Parts and Labor. And here in Logan. Kind of a friend of a friend was into the bar. Some, somehow it got brought up, probably because RJ was blasting Galaxy Quest on the big screen in there. And someone said, hey, I know a guy who was an extra in the movie. He lives here in Chicago. He's an
2: improv comedian. I think
1: he would be interested. And we are now, since communicating with this gentleman via Facebook, trying to schedule a time to what have a What is the on? score? Are you, are you asking
0: him things like, what did you do with the $25 you made <laughs> yeah, for that the day
1: thing. We're we're curious because I was like should we come up with like if we get him on should we like do trivia with him just for fun to see how much he knows about the movie or like but what if he just doesn't like the movie maybe
2: he hates the movie like that
1: would be even worse to have a guy that was on and was like, yeah I don't care I saw it once
0: I was out of work Made twenty five yeah, bucks exactly. for the day. Like, yeah, had access to craft service. It was yeah, great. Exactly. Tim
1: Allen wasn't there. <laughs> you know, a clarified answer to any
2: <laughs> listeners, don't get too excited. The the extra from Galaxy Quest hasn't responded to our yeah, last email in true. over a week.
1: Yeah, we're <laughs> on the stand. So we're. God. I feel like we would offer him a meal, maybe like or like twenty we bucks. Could, we could and we a,
2: could do uh similar as
1: is yeah. what
0: you're doing here. We could take him out to tacos at exactly. the very least. But uh, you guys are learning something. I think a lot of uh, fledgling podcasters, especially, learn. Booking guests is hard. This is true. Oh, yeah. It's this a nightmare. It is so hard. When I did talk radio, uh, first time I encountered the Noise FM in person, um, I would have to you know, book guests for like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And you just get to a point where you're, you're struggling and you're going on social media saying, are you semi-interesting? Yeah. Are you willing to wake <laughs> yeah, up at 2 a.m.? <laughs> you should come on the radio with me. Like, exactly. I'll just, I, are you alive? Yep. Yeah. Is do you have a listening? pulse? Yeah. Do you speak with a lisp? Yeah. Okay. That's it's fine. We'll whatever take it, it takes. I'm very aware
1: about this. The, I think the best interview we did was a we did we do college radio interviews every once in a while we're on tour, and we went in. The, was that out in Pennsylvania, Ward? Alex? Yes,
2: it was. And this I mean, is not to talk bad about college no, radio no, interviews. No, no, not way, at all. But it
1: was just we we've. we've been on both sides of it enough sure you know having our own podcast and knowing how hard it is to get people on and then being the guests on people's podcasts that we're always trying to be you know talkative and make sure it's kind of somewhat interesting yes Mm -hmm. somewhat interesting or at least easier for the host so they don't have to just talk the whole time so we went and did a college radio bit in pennsylvania and we could just tell via the the emails to setting up the interview that the the gal just didn't maybe she was new or just didn't she wasn't maybe quite prepared enough
2: they didn't know who we were they, they didn't, didn't care yeah, who we were it was <laughs> like it
1: was one of those we're gonna go in we're gonna play a couple songs and say a couple things and then she informed us they wanted us for an hour oh for an God. entire hour and we were like oh well, we can do that like let's commit to it um and we happened to be on tour with our buds in Archipel and Archipel on the exports so we double teamed that hour hour interview I think we even went over we, like did, we took 15, over the radio for an hour and we ended up at one point we had a uh Chicken McNugget eating contest on air. We, we brought had, in one
2: of the interns from the radio station to compete. We brought in one of compete. the
1: interns to eat and compete with us. At one point, we were reading all of her school updates and uh like campus updates we really just took over and i don't even, i feel bad for that girl i don't think she got a word in for that hour and 15 they expelled they, her from the
0: school that's Yeah, right. she got fired th- my guess is you saved her show and you're you're you'll forever be heroes yeah, hell, yeah
1: exactly no Are she y- gave
2: up in the business she's done
0: uh smart so <laughs> as far as live music goes when can we see you uh, looking ahead this fall.
2: Well, I would like to use this opportunity to announce a couple shows. I'll tell you what. I don't know if anyone's familiar with this app called Bands in Town. Mm-hmm.
0: I kind it's, of ruined it. It's terrible. Of, yeah. Use it, use it once, and they don't leave you alone. <laughs> it's yeah. the
2: worst. Somehow, so we we've tried on all of our social media platforms. We've deleted our Bands in Town account. We've dis disconnected bands in town from all of our social media and yet it still keeps posting shows all over our social media <laughs> and announcing shows before we are allowed to announce them yeah so maybe some people have already seen it but anyway so but, our next well, i
1: mean well to go with that i mean bands in general kind you kind of try to social media is a huge part of announcing a show or promoting yeah. a show so there's a, of, there's a lot there's a lot of coordination cool. where like you know behind the scenes basically when you have a show book there's a lot of coordinating of a date with all the bands involved in the venue saying hey this is the date we all together announce the show with one Facebook event one poster everything's very united
2: and the bands in town and bands inevitably in town swoops in, in and steals it. your thunder every damn time the <laughs> latest one was our next big show and here in Chicago we're kind of postponing we're not going to be playing anything until December mm-hmm. we host an annual benefit concert called noise for toys all the proceeds go to the toys for Tots organization. We collect toy donations at the door. This year, we've got our show worked out, and the headliner is going to be one of our all-time favorite bands, We Are Scientists, will be the headliner. That's awesome. It's We're so excited about it. It's December 1 at Lincoln Hall, so that's our next Chicago show. Love it. And we're also going to be hosting Noise for Toys in Kansas City on December 10 at the Record Bar. And that lineup is still being uh, finalized right now. But those are those are the next two big holiday shows we got coming up. We will be playing a
0: couple one-off dates in between here and there. I can't remember them off the top of my head. but See, and what I figured out... Because you're making so much money as podcasters, yeah, you could exactly. just do charity events, yeah, and that's what this. we exactly, do. Yeah. Because we make
2: so much money as podcasters and as musicians, we just do benefit shows. Which now. is
1: funny because the so noise for toys, we've been doing it for this will be our eighth, eighth so, year, eighth year, something crazy, uh, and it's it's kind of our it's our it's our baby it's our thing we started a long time ago and we're, it's the show that we're most proud of every year but it's the show where we make no money and it's our biggest, <laughs> it's our biggest show. show every year it's packed and we always have good turnouts and everyone has the most fun and we lose so much money on that <laughs> show every time but it's worth it i mean that's you know it's part it is. of the gig that's part of the point but at the same time it's it just It's kind of a nice summary for the music business right now. Oh, yeah, I think
2: so. Yeah. Or just for our business
0: model in general. That's true. In Maybe general. just our business model. That's just our fault. Uh, speaking of Kansas, Kansas City, uh, best barbecue there?
1: I'm going to go with, well... Originally called Oklahoma Joe's, I think they actually changed it to just is it just Joe's now? I think it's just Joe's or, or Kansas City Joe's. Maybe Oklahoma Joe's, though. That's the real name. Uh, it's it's in a gas station in Kansas City, Missouri. For real, yes,
2: yeah. It's in a gas it's, station. Yeah. There'll
1: be a line out the door at lunch. It's the best barbecue you'll ever have. Our
2: dad back in Kansas, more of an old school guy, he, he would say like Gates or Arthur Gates, Bryant's, yeah, Arthur or Bryan's even Casey Masterpiece. But yeah. we're the we're of the new school. Oklahoma, Joe's, Oklahoma sure. Joe's is the way they to go. They have
1: Schlitz beer and bottles and mm-hmm. just the best barbecue you can have.
0: Well, The Noise FM, I-, I love you guys. Look forward to seeing you doing the charitable thing. Uh, I hope that your cabin trip is productive. Oh, yeah. Oh, it will or- be. Hopefully. One way or the other. <laughs> yeah,
1: one way. That's the thing. It's going to be productive either way. It just might not be in the, one, in the way we want it.
2: <laughs> we might not
0: have a record when we're done, but we're yeah, going to have least, a hell of a time. At least we'll enjoy ourselves. <laughs> All right, so if people want to find you on the social medias...
2: TheNoiseFM.net or on Twitter, TheNoiseFM, Facebook, TheNoiseFM. It's TheNoiseFM anywhere.
1: Let's cool. Google TheNoiseFM. I
2: think so. And I just want to to let your listeners know that I am kind of glad. I this is obviously recorded in a car. I wasn't sure if we were going to be mobile while this was recording and cruising oh, down I the couldn't highway. I could and do this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. I was so
0: concerned prior to getting That'd into the car. Great. no it, that multitasking, maneuvering a steering wheel, trying to maintain a conversation to and it, yeah. No. I this is I, I am one task at a time. I've got this. I'm good. No, that would be a nightmare. And plus, you guys see I have a microphone literally clamped onto the steering wheel. I was like, Here there's we no go. moving this thing. Strap so. in. Uh-huh. All right, guys, thank you so much. Thank hey, you. Anytime.
1: This is great.